0: Heart to start celebrating 10 years of a community-based exercise program where we welcome everyone to join us no matter your experience or your pace the goal of heart to start is to use the power of community and movement to help people become their best healthiest selves together i'm dr james beckerman i'm a cardiologist with the providence heart institute in portland oregon and I've coached the Heart to Start program since we began in 2012. In each episode, I'll be speaking with past participants who inspire all of us in the Heart to Start community and experts from medicine, sports, and performance who can help us better achieve our goals. Later in each episode, I'll be sharing some activity goals for the upcoming week. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Providence and on Instagram, at Providence Health System. And before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. You should always consult your healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or a treatment. Our Heart to Start participant spotlight this week takes us to Spokane, Washington, where Donna Gallagher shares her story of joining us for the very first time. And it was our first ever virtual season too. We're celebrating Donna and many of our new friends who found us during this pandemic because it can be intimidating joining an online community, let alone an online exercise community. Let's learn how Donna found her stride and stayed connected with a community of individuals she's never met. Plus, Donna offers great tips for a successful and fun finish during our goal weekend. Welcome to Heart to Start.
1: Hi there. My name is Donna, and uh, I'm glad to be here. I really appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk with you today.
0: As do I. Donna, can you share with us where you're talking to us from?
1: Yes. I live in Spokane, Washington, which Washington is divided with a rainy side and a sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of the state. And I work at Providence, and I'm at work right now.
0: Great. What kind of work do you do?
1: I am the one that prepares patients for the doctors. So I am a medical assistant. I bring patients in. I get them to talk to me. And then when doctors don't see them, I help them to follow through and 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 do what the doctor wants them to do to stay healthy.
0: That is an incredibly important role. So thank you so much for your service, especially over the past year and a half. I know it's been uh, a more more challenging time to be in healthcare, so thank you so much. Um, I'm curious, uh, as you know, we're talking to uh, a lot of folks who are participating in the Heart to Start program and some who may just uh, have found our podcast and and are listening just out of interest and um, curious about your experience. So I'm wondering if you could share with people how you learned about Heart to Start.
1: Well, first of all, I was introduced to Heart to Start by a program that helps us to reduce our cost in healthcare. It uh, enticed me with the idea that I could get 10,000 points if I participated in this thing. So I looked into it a little further and there was a phrase that really caught my attention and uh, the phrase was uh, run for beer. And then I thought, okay, I have to try this thing that we can run and then we could have fun, too. So I was hooked.
0: I think that's a great combination. (laughs) I mean, just to give some some context. Uh, At the health system where we both work, like at many workplaces throughout the country, uh, we have um, a wellness program uh, intended to uh, motivate people to be healthier, reduce healthcare costs, all the good things. And uh, the Heart to Start program is one way that our employees at our health system can make progress in, in that wellness journey. And you're speaking specifically about a partnership that we uh, enjoyed last year with a running organization whose motto uh, includes the ideas of running and beer drinking. And so uh, even though that's not what the Heart to Start program is about specifically, um, you can certainly let your mind wander and uh, find ways to reward yourself uh, for uh, healthy behaviors uh, in whatever form, so that's fun. So so you heard about the program, something about it resonated with you, and can you share with folks, what? when was this? Was this uh, several years ago? Was it during the pandemic last year?
1: It was just last year, so this time last year, Ah, uh, the gyms were closed. It wasn't like I could work out at the gym. Uh, even though I had contact with people at work, uh, I couldn't have a walking partner or a workout partner anymore because we had isolation during the pandemic. So I was definitely looking for some community in this time of isolation. And so I, I joined last year.
0: Yeah, so you know a lot of the participants we've spoken to throughout the podcast series are folks who've been with the program for many years and have, experienced community uh, goal setting and accomplishment through that. And the pandemic, obviously not fun for anybody and requiring a lot of uh, wellness programs like ours to pivot and find different ways to reach people. And it's uh, really exciting to me that you found the program in that context. So share a little bit about your experience, please. Uh,
1: there's multiple things that I really enjoyed about your program. First of all, it's brilliant the time of year because it's exactly the time of year when I don't want to work out because it's dark and it's cold and the weather's not the best. And so when I saw people online that were, especially in Portland where you guys are based out of, I saw people working out in the rain and in the dark, they would have their kids or their pets and they would find a way. Or one person was very creative. I saw that she had done... Um, the steps at work and she had gone up and down and around and around at work and that motivated me to want to continue and i thought if they could do it and it's raining it might be cold here but i certainly can do it too so it really helped me to be consistent through exactly the time of year when i would not be consistent
0: that's so awesome to hear uh, over the past 10 years our program Um, based in Portland, Oregon, has generally uh, taken place November through February. We're not known for our fantastic weather during that time. And in the uh, six other uh, in-person locations we've uh, spread to throughout uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, some of them have chosen some different times of the year that might be more convenient. But the great thing about a virtual program also is that you can start it at any time. And so if you're in a warm weather place, a cold weather place, a rainy place, a dry place, you can decide uh, to start the program at a time that works for you. I'm curious, before you started participating in the program, what type of physical activity, exercise, et cetera, did you enjoy doing?
1: Uh, I'm willing to try anything for a short period of time. So I like to walk, jog, kayak, snowshoe, all those things. But I've always done it for a short period of time. And so um, something that I, I love about Heart to Start is that um, it took... Uh, the idea that I always thought great success meant a great sacrifice. I thought I had to hurt a lot if I wanted to get a great reward. And it reminds me of when I take my dog to the vet, Um, they do this thing where they take baby food and they spread it on the wall and she licks the baby food off while they give her her shots. So while I like the idea of being healthy, I always thought it had to be painful and hard to start kept me consistent because you helped me to see the joy in exercise. Um, I found things, you you gave us tasks to do. We were looking for a heart or we were wearing our favorite uh, 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 football outfit type thing. So uh, those joyful distractions made exercise fun. They made it consistent. And I didn't feel like I had to push really hard and burn out. And then having your, um, talks with professionals, the professional tips helped a lot. And then there's, there's one uh, champion in particular that I'd like to give a shout out if I'm allowed to. Is that okay?
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay, so um, the, the one uh, champion that I listened to in particular that really affected me, her name is Kim Schwab. And I hope she's listening because uh, she probably has no idea how much she you know, touched other people's lives like my own. She talked about the importance of having confidence And it really resonated with me because I might come across confident, but I'm not. And she gave the example of when cars would go by, when she was running, she would stop running and then just kind of pretend like I'm not exercising until after the vehicles would go by. So she challenged us to stand up tall, be confident, be proud of what we're doing. We're doing something good for our hearts, good for ourselves, love who you are. And uh, with that challenge that week, I did. I made myself keep jogging and not care about how I looked. And it helped uh, not just the fact that I'm exercising, my view of exercise, it helped my view of myself. And that really, really resonated with me. And I, I carried that through to this day. If I'm just walking, I'll start jogging now when a car goes by because I remember what Kim said. And I, Kim Schwab, you know, Kudos to you because I really do appreciate that.
0: That is just such an incredible example of uh, really what we can get from from a community like this. Um, people that you wouldn't have been in contact otherwise, and that's such a simple idea, but it's also so profound. Honestly, just being proud of who you are and celebrating that fact, and the fact that you are. Out there, exercising, taking care of yourself, um, accomplishing a goal, honestly. it's absolutely something to celebrate. And it, it I love uh, just in my mind, I'm seeing that person who's running on the sidewalk and the car goes by. I think we've all been there, too. You know, you get self-conscious, especially for folks who've been participating in the program, who wouldn't have self-identified as an athlete or a runner or, or even a walker, and the idea that you can celebrate that. I'm, I'm curious, how did you, um, did you, did you interact with people uh, virtually through the program or were you more of a, an active listener in terms of how you got information and used it to accomplish your own goals?
1: I reached out a lot on the Facebook posts Um, And I also, and I got good feedback that way. I would ask a question, you know, my knees hurt or uh, I had had two foot surgeries the year before this program. And so I felt really limited in what I could do, but I, again, got excellent feedback on, well, maybe if you can't run harder and faster, maybe your duration could be a little longer or maybe your intensity could be a little more, try some alternative things. I love this year that we could bicycle if we want to, because if I have a bad knee day, I could bicycle. Uh, But the interaction also was through emails. So reaching out on Facebook, those posts and through emails, um, back and forth with questions or comments, mostly it was commendation. Um, I really appreciated that. So it was definitely a team effort, a group effort. And I hope that people felt that this year too. I really hope people feel the love and the feedback.
0: I I sure hope they do too. And thanks for calling out uh, the social media because, you know, especially in the past few years, social media is... uh, an interesting place, to say the least. Um, There's uh, often a a lot of heat and not a lot of light. But uh, one of the things I love about the Heart to Start social media community is that it is as positive as it gets. And so if people are looking for uh, just a little motivation or that feeling of just warmth that people can uh, share when they're supportive of one another, that's a great thing for people to look at as a resource throughout this um, experience. Uh, Can you share a little bit about the idea of a goal? Now, as you may know, uh, in more traditional years, in the before times, as they say, um, we looked forward to um, an event, an in-person event, and there were several of them happening in different locations where people could really celebrate the accomplishment that they'd been moving towards throughout the season. A virtual program has uh, its challenges in that while we want to be in person together at a huge, big event, it's uh, less feasible at this time. And so as with last year, uh, you participated in kind of a virtual celebration. Take us through what you decided to do, what that was like for you.
1: Sure. Well, in Spokane, there wasn't a lot of participation that previous year. This year's going to be different. As far as the numbers go, I'm excited to see how many have signed up this year. But what I did was I took uh, pictures that I saw online of what you guys had done in your celebrations before. And I embraced also that other running group that does the run for beer. And I looked at a local place, we have a, a place where they have orchards and farms, it's green bluff, and they have a loop there where they'll do what's called a cherry picker trot and a pit spit. And I use that loop and on the loop, they have a local brewery where they make beer. Uh, one of the owners, she's a retired kindergarten teacher, sweet gal. And so I just decided to do that loop myself and they have an outdoor venue so I could go there with the pandemic in mind and still be um, you know, safe as far as that goes. Um, but I have a friend too, who's much more athletic than I am. She was training for a half marathon and she agreed to do the loop with me. So we were six feet apart. Uh, we shared opposite sides of the road, but she encouraged me all along the way. And, um, it was a great celebration at the end. I loved going to the big red barn up in green bluff and they were very happy for me too. And our shirts, I, I was very proud to wear my shirt and to have my number on there. And I decorated it and took pictures and, I very, very much enjoyed it. It made it very special.
0: It sounds so incredibly special. You're so great at, at describing these different things and they're so visual. I'm, we can all imagine uh, you and your friend on that, uh, you know, gravel road or dirt road with uh more than 6 feet apart and there's a big red barn in the distance with a cold drink waiting for you at the end of your experience that is just so wonderful um when you look ahead uh to this season because we're recording this right now uh at the at the beginning of the season so to speak so we we don't know yet what your virtual uh event will be yet what are you envisioning for that
1: well, I've, I've got some keywords and some key things that I'm telling myself. So my keyword is yes. So I'm going to tell myself, yes, I can do this. Uh, I can reach goals each week. Uh, it helps me if I have a daily and a weekly goal as opposed to going too far in advance. But yes, I can do this. I'm going to stand tall when the cars go by. Um, there's a, a book from Scott O'Neill where he says, be where your feet are. And so I want to try to enjoy the moment that I'm in. So each week, I want to enjoy that week. I want to enjoy that day. And on the goal day, I just want to feel very proud of myself for what I have been able to accomplish. So I I see a very similar goal day. I'm hoping that depending on the vaccination rates, depending on how things go, I'm hoping to see a lot more friends around me um, to celebrate too. And there might even be a banner, you know, more of a a visual line so that we can cross that finish line and and have it marked maybe some balloons and a banner. I'm excited.
0: I can see it in my mind right now, you and and an ever increasing group of people uh, celebrating together. That's just beautiful. And that uh, quotation that you shared about, could you say it again? Be where your feet are. Is that right? Yes. Yes.
1: Be where your feet are.
0: Be Be in the moment. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's a big theme that we've had throughout uh, this podcast series is that. Regardless of what you're going to do, if you're a walker, a runner, a snowshoer, a kayaker, or anything in between or outside the box, be intentional about it and uh, go with with a purpose. And one of those purposes is just to enjoy and celebrate what you are able to do and have gratitude that you're able to do it and to participate in a program like this and be part of an ever-growing community with such awesome people like yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for being with us today. I, I just love hearing about your experience with the program. I'm thrilled that you found us in this uh, virtual time, and we're just honored to celebrate you in this 10th season.
1: I appreciate you so much. I just I have your whole group to thank and Tracy for all the work that she does and, and I, I just appreciate you so much because it's it's changed my view of myself and of exercise and I really have found joy in it. So I, I thank you very much for including me.
0: We appreciate all of our heart to start participants. Our hope in sharing stories from our community members is that you find connection and inspiration for your own journey.